behind the springs. A lot of people have a general idea, but they don't really know the specifics. Even us. An inside look at your local government. Yes. We don't know the specifics. I would say especially us. (laughs) (laughs) Colorado Springs. Nearly 500,000 people. Olympic City, USA. Garden of the Gods. Pikes Peak. It's a growing city. Our local government has a lot of employees. What exactly do they do? How does it impact my life? This is where you find out. Behind the Springs, an inside look at your local government. Whether you're heading home for the holidays or just escaping for the weekend, we know a lot of you will choose to fly. And that means you'll try to find the best deal and you'll need to decide whether you fly out of Colorado Springs or that other airport up north. We're happy to welcome Dana Shield from the Colorado Springs Airport just in time for that busy travel season. Dana, thank you for being here. Hi, thanks for having me. And you are new to the city, a new city employee, and new to aviation, right? New to it all. Okay. I've been with the city for about two months now, or the airport for about two months. And you're learning a lot, I would assume. A lot. (laughs) All at once. Yes. It has been overwhelmingly exciting. And you started just at the kind of prime time, right? This is a busy time of year for you guys. Yeah, we are really picking up. The holidays are busy for us. And people start to make their plans right around... Well, early, right? Early. Yeah, they start thinking ahead. Um, I want to start with the... um, the kind of fun news of what you guys do to celebrate the holiday season and give people kind of a little break. Yeah. So during the holidays, right before Thanksgiving, starting on November 15th through the end of the year, December 31st, we have 50% off our long-term parking. Wow. Let's give an applause to that one. Any kind of deal during the holidays is worthy of well, you need Lots. deals during the yeah, holidays because you're already spending so much as it is uh, and trying to get somewhere to see your family. So it's always a nice little reprieve. I've taken advantage of it in years past um, to go over there, park, and really not have that be a worry in your in your budgeting for the holiday season. Yeah, it's important to try to save some funds over the holiday season. And it's also our way of saying thank you to the community for choosing COS. That's you have right. options when you travel, and it's our way of saying thank you. Now, speaking of Colorado Springs, are you a native? We like to drill people a little bit when they come on the show. Are you Are you a native? Are you? Yeah, these are hard <laughs> questions. I am Where not, do you come from? That's okay. We still yeah. like you even if you're not. Where do you I come from? I am not a hashtag native. <laughs> Apparently, I get to get my sound effects game back that's up again. Right. That's I, right. I've been off the past few episodes, but, but where are you from? I'm originally from Houston, Texas. Okay. Right. And what brought you here? Um, work and no weather. humidity. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> weather. Yeah, it's beautiful here. We've made this place our home. We've been here about seven years now, and it's home. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's great. Well, welcome to the city. We're really excited to have you, and I'm excited to ask some of those questions. I think um, that people really wonder about the airport as it's growing, and it has been growing yeah. steadily, right, for the last few years. Um, you know, I think people are getting anxious. Like, why can't you have all the flights I want? Why yeah. can't you have all the airlines there? Yep. Um, so what what is the answer to that? And, um, you know, why do we need to be patient? And what is the airport's role? Yeah, and we get that feedback a lot. And, you know, why don't we have this specific airline? Or why don't we have this flight to X, Y, and Z destination? So we hear that a lot. And we listen to our community's feedback. I think the main piece that individuals may not realize is that, This airport is a community asset, and the more travelers we get, the more flights we fill, the more flights we can add, and the more airlines we can add. 
So the more people that we get utilizing COS, saying yes to COS, the more routes we can add, the more th- the more things we can add to our our, our community. Um, it really the local airport drives our local economy. Um, but it also that's what airlines look at when they're evaluating if they want to come here or if they want to bring new routes. They look at our current numbers and. If they're not where they want them to be, then they're not going to come. Right. We really need to fill those seats. Well, it seems like we've been adding uh, right, I was new routes. Say, I don't want to be all negative. Pretty because... regularly. Um, yeah. I mean, over the past few years, I know some of them have been seasonal. Mm-hmm. Um, they've they've helped me out. Uh, they, there's the one that goes to Phoenix. Um, as much as I would love a, a straight shot to Tucson, I know that's a little difficult. <laughs> um, but uh, just talk about you know, kind of sell us on Colorado Springs Airport. I love going to Colorado Springs Airport because I can get there 45 minutes before my flight, walk right through security and get on there. Whereas you go to DIA or that other one up north, I think is as we're calling it on here. Um, (laughs) And it's a little more of a hassle. So so why is it so important to get local Colorado Springs residents, even Pueblo people Mm -hmm. to come up here and, uh, and not go that extra hour and a half? Sure. I think that there's value at COS. It, Like you said, it is close to home. It's convenient. Parking is close and 50% off during the holidays. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's value there. And I think now with everything that's going on with construction and driving up north has become quite a headache. And I think that travelers are valuing their time a lot more. And I think that that's what COS can offer is more time with your loved ones, less travel time. Um, We do have 13 direct flights and you can fly direct or connect to over 300 destinations, which is a lot. And out of those 300, I would say about 250 of them, you can fly directly or connect to your destination in the same or less time than it would take you to drive up north. Right. So it's really thinking about time mm-hmm. and money. A lot of your airlines are becoming more competitive as well. So it's Absolutely. just worth checking, right? I think that's yeah. the thing is that people who aren't in the habit of even considering it as an option need to consider it. Look before you book. Right. So tell us how um, the, I mean, we have a, a slight understanding, I think, but probably everyone needs uh, more of an education on. I, I don't this... have a slight understanding about anything. <laughs> okay. okay. So. All right. Ted needs the full deal. Yeah. But um, how does the airport fit in with the city? Um, in terms of, um, I think people think, oh, it's it's. They may hear that there are city employees working out there. Right. Um, how does that all work? It's a little different. So we are city owned, but we're an enterprise. Um, that means that even though we're city owned, our budget is approved by council. We are city employees, but we are an enterprise of the city, which means our airport funds are what drive our revenue, and we utilize zero taxpayer dollars. Okay, right. I just wanted to make that clear because I think that's confusing sometimes. Well, I'm hoping now into, is this episode eight now? Yes, episode eight. um, We've basically talked to most of the the major enterprises here at the city, so I'm I'm hoping we're really getting it into people's heads what an enterprise is and that it's kind of its uh, wall part of the city, uh, its own revenue source mm-hmm. and own uh, 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 factor outside of the general fund and some of those other things. Um, one other thing that, that I wanted to hit on is now, gosh, I can't remember how long it's been, um, but the fire that had happened at the airport, there's been a lot of construction going on because of that. Um, where are we in that con- construction side of things? It 
looked pretty much done to me. Uh, <laughs> we went and had our our annual mayor council retreat there, um, which you know t- couldn't really happen after the fire had right. happened. But um, but talk about those improvements. I know that was mostly to your guys' offices and whatnot. And a refresher maybe for people. Who yeah, that people heard about that the fire. that sure. either forgot or don't know about it. Right. So in April of 2018, we had um, a fire on the third floor. Most of the damage from the actual fire really was sustained on the th- that third floor level, which is mostly offices in our conference room. Um, past that, a lot of the damage rose from smoke, water from the sprinklers. So we had really a lot of work ahead of us. The second and third floor fire remediation and modernization are complete. So our second and third floors on the public side are done. Um, new LED lighting, new flooring, paint, raise the ceiling so it's a lot brighter, more open. And we just started our third phase of construction, which is our first floor. It didn't see a lot of damage from the fire outside of that smoke and the water. But we are basically bringing it up to standard to the second and third floor. So it'll be fluid, consistent, a brighter look. All the same pieces, new LED lighting, flooring. Feels a little bit more modern then. It's a modernization and a rehabilitation. Right. The airport hadn't been updated since... It was created. Yep. <laughs> so right. It's been a while. So that's the positive that came out of it. That's Absolutely. wonderful. Well, and it's one of those things, too, where we always like to talk on each episode about kind of the checks and balances in the city. You had mentioned uh, budget is your guys' budget still approved by city council. Even an expenditure like fixing and rehabilitating uh, the building back to where it was, that had to come to council so that council mm-hmm. could, could make sure that those funds are going to repairing and, and checking and balancing of making sure you guys aren't just adding something else right. random and, and, you know, using this money for something frivolous. So uh, I think, uh, you know, while it was a horrific event that happened back in April of 2018, the things that ended up coming out of it um, have been have been positives for uh, for the city and, and the travelers going through the airport. Absolutely. And our construction for the first floor is going on right now. That should be done hopefully in spring of next year. So once that's finished, our building is going to be completely new. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's take a quick break. Mm-hmm. And then when we come back, we want to talk about some other things going on near the airport that maybe you wouldn't think of, because I know you're usually focused on your flight and getting out of here and Very flying exciting. in and out, but there's other things happening. Inside and outside the airport. Exciting. Right. Hope you're enjoying this episode of Behind the Springs. Jen and Ted are just scratching the surface when it comes to all the things you need to know about your local government. Stay connected with us on social media at City of COS and check out our website at coloradosprings.gov to stay up to date. Now, back to the show. We are back with Dana Shield from Colorado Springs Airport, which is an award-winning airport, by the way. Right, Dana? It is. 2018 Airport of the Year. Ooh, that's awesome. And that's in Colorado, right? Yes. No, so, no I mean, isn't that weird that, you know, we beat out all those other airports that are that are here, yeah. so. That shall not be named. Yeah, 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 yeah we, we cannot name <laughs> the other, the main airport. Um, but uh, we, we wanted to talk, there's not only construction going on at the airport, there's construction going on near the airport as well. And um, I think one thing in other major cities out west, uh, as we were talking about a little bit in the break, uh, Phoenix, San Diego, these are places that have their airports pretty well around developed areas of, of the, the major city itself. Um, now, as development has been moving east, a lucrative place 
is right around the airport. So what's going on out there? What what can we expect to see? So right now, our Peak Innovation Business Park is really on the brink of something really great. So it's 900 acres of pure potential for the southeast side of Colorado Springs. We're really trying to rejuvenate that area, spur economic growth, job growth. And there's a lot of development within that. So we have had negotiations and discussions about hotels, restaurants, retail, office buildings, convenience store, gas stations, all the above. So we're really hoping that we can build Peak Innovation Park into a place or a destination for the community and make it a community asset. Well, That's guess, awesome. And for travelers, right? For yeah. coming yeah. in, conferences, that kind of thing. Yeah, it'll be nice. Uh, you know, a lot of business travelers come in. They want to stay near the the airport. I was going to say near the hotel. Near the <laughs> airport. In the hotel. Um, <laughs> which, which a couple hotels on, on the line here, um, that, that can now give them that, uh, that opportunity. I think also as we look out east, Banning Lewis Ranch with that development really going to start kicking up here in the next decade or so. Um, there's that need for jobs out east, and uh, and I, I think you know the the businesses going there and whatnot are are seeing that. Also, um, it was my understanding through through this whole process, this is really the first major interest, correct, in building in that area too. Yeah, so it is non-aeronautical space, so you can't do anything within aviation in that part. So it's been declared that by the FAA and we just have kind of been sitting on it for a while. And now that vision is coming to fruition, which is really exciting. Yeah, you got to wait for the right thing and the right time. Yeah. And, and there's yeah. been a lot of development, a lot of work that's went into this, a lot of negotiation, a lot of conversation. Um, but we've really made an investment in the infrastructure within that business park. So we've put in water and sewer, gas, electric, building roadway systems so developers, investors can come in and really develop something great. So it's not only good to fly COS for all the reasons we mentioned, but also you got to keep checking back because there will probably be new development. Oh, you know, I think it's going to go look on. different in two years, five years, 10 years. It's going to be, it's going to be something really great. That's awesome. And we're looking at more than just businesses. We're also in talks of bike paths and parks. And so it won't just be businesses. It'll be like I said, a community asset and yeah. a place. It's an exciting time for the Southeast in yeah. general, I think. So um, tell us a little bit about, we, we talked about how convenient and easy and stress-free it is to um, travel and fly COS, but let's talk about the holidays because those aren't totally stress-free. <laughs> There's always some you know, extra angst, I think, when people are traveling and it's a little busier and that sort of thing. They take away some of that by going out of Colorado Springs, but what are some other tips? Do you have any for people traveling during the holidays and trying to what pack all the gifts in there and um, possibly turkeys cookie, homemade cookies <laughs> and I, am I talking about myself too much oh yeah is, that, is this <laughs> like how you travel over the holidays the food the gifts the yeah I don't know there's more I right? throw a there's, couple shirts in a bag more. and and all right. let my mom deal all with right. all we're that we're a little different <laughs> a little different Ted everyone travels differently yeah. right um, we respect that yeah so yeah so some fun holiday tips if you're traveling over the Thanksgiving break and you'd like to bring your own turkey with you mm. you can do that wow um not the gravy oh, oh. So, well you can bring um the allotted 3.4 ounces so uh, i can fill up one of my reusable shampoo bottles with, with gravy. my gravy absolutely oh yes. you know I, I must say you gotta uh, make the gravy when you get there yeah i don't know sometimes i like a little turkey on the plane <laughs> 
On so, the uh, you know, I, I'm one of those annoying passengers that, that rips out a full meal right next to you. <laughs> but is that really allowed, Dana, to it bring is. a turkey? Yeah. Wow. You can check it or carry it on. Okay. Yeah, in your bag. All right. Yeah. Well, that would be interesting. <laughs> okay, uh, if you're not bringing a turkey, any other tips? It's got like <laughs> salmonella written all over it, doesn't it? <laughs> kind of, yeah. <laughs> there is no judgment with how people travel from Seattle. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> We're a ju- judgment-free zone here at uh, And it's nice and easy to get through US. TSA, so take yeah. your time with your turkey. Yep, yep. It'll mm-hmm. still be frozen by the time you get through the security line. <laughs> That's true. That's true. But do you recommend people do allow extra time during your during holiday the holidays? During the holidays, yeah. I mean, we do have short lines, and we will see increased volume, but we're still COS, so it's still going to be convenient. And it might be a little bit longer, but it's still going to be really convenient and quick. Okay. And we recognize that. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, besides... Uh, this turkey uh, <laughs> situation. What are some other tips that you have for us? I think a big thing that we get asked is wrapped presents during okay. the holiday season. And you actually can bring wrapped gifts. I think it's important to note that if they go through the security scanner and TSA feels that they need to inspect the gift, they have to open it. Okay. And so I think that kind of proves an inconvenience for the person who wrapped it because we know once it's unwrapped, it's hard to get it back to how it was. Okay. Um, and it slows the line too, right. so that you can bring a wrapped gift, but it's not recommended just for that purpose. Yeah. And so. you don't want to wrap a toy sword or something that's going to, yeah, you know, yeah, no, but they, you never know what, yeah. what they may do. Cause it'll, it'll be recognized as that object right. you know, on the screen and that's right. not ideal. Okay. Um, it can lead to more serious repercussions. Right. So yeah, toy guns and swords and all of that, not something that you'd want to check yeah, probably just leave them at home, to right. be honest. Um, or ship a, maybe ship ahead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. But that's good about the wrapping. So you're yeah. going to have to wrap and cook or wrap and make the gravy when you arrive. <laughs> yes. Wrap, make the gravy. You can bring your turkey. What are some other tips? <laughs> um, extra time, she said. Extra yes. time. Yeah. If you, I actually have been asked about snow globes before. Oh. So you can bring a snow globe with you as long as what's inside is under 3.4 ounces. Because oh, okay. it's liquid, so right? It's liquid. Um, which good rule of thumb is if it's the size of a tennis ball or smaller, then you should be okay. Okay. Well, thank God. I'm going to remember you, that. Yeah. Were you worried about that? <laughs> yeah, I, actually, I was already packing globes. my turkey and then the small snow globes, <laughs> no bigger than tennis balls for my family. So uh, <laughs> I've got all my gifts. I, I will not wrap them either yes. so that they yeah, get no unwrapped. No. Thanks for the interesting tips <laughs> yeah. and for talking with us about what an exciting time it is for the airport. It's just yeah. awesome. And I'm then excited. this is your time to promote. Um, how do people get more information on the airport? Do you guys have social media? Uh, what's on your website? What is your website? Our website is flycos.com. You can get all of our information about flights, what's going on at the airport, um, anything you need to know about Colorado Springs Airport, you can get on our website, flycos.com. We are on social, so follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, and we always just say, look before you book this holiday season, and we want you to say yes to COS. And good idea to follow you as the winter weather is here, um, yes. right? You give updates. And we I know a lot of that is airline-based decisions, but you still keep people posted. Yeah, we want to keep people up to date, and we'll do that during the holiday season with any Weather issues, flight delays, cancellations, anything like that. And then anything related to construction that might, you know, letting people know if things are moving, shifting around. So we like to keep people as updated as possible. And we do that mostly on social, but it's on our website as well. 
What happens when there is a, a I always come I always have a weather question right at the end of every interview that we do. <laughs> Ted. Uh, when when there is big weather like that uh, over the winter, what's your guys' day like out there? I know I know you're relatively new to it, but um you were talking about how windy it can get and all that. Is it kind of uh is there kind of a little craze going on around just making sure everything's uh, going off as it should? Yeah, we have to there's a lot of preparation that our, you know, operations team has to do. We're well aware of what's to come when mm-hmm. it comes to weather and we also have to be flexible and be able to move quickly and we're prepared for whatever comes our way. Yes. Yeah. So awesome. Well, Thanks, I got my Dana. weather question in. Uh, my meteorologist <laughs> friend would, at a station that will not be named uh, will be happy. That's so. good. <laughs> no, everyone's concerned about weather when they're traveling. It's a big deal. Yes. Yeah. Well, especially around too. here, yeah. um, it can change on a change on a dime. Well, uh, what's our next episode? Do we know yet? We are going to um, have the Colorado Springs Police Department and the Colorado Ooh. Springs Fire Department in here in. Um, November, I believe. November, December. Perfect. So we're so excited. We're looking at some public some safety. Other, some other topics. And of course, if people want to give us ideas, we would love to hear them. Yeah. But is it behind the springs at coloradosprings.gov mm-hmm. uh, to email us? And also just go to coloradosprings.gov slash podcast for any more information on this episode or previous episodes. You can find us on all of the major uh, platforms for podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all of that. Uh, Dana, I want to thank you again for being with us. Do you have any parting either shots, gifts, or something fun for us? I would just say um, you should probably leave your turkey with you okay. um, at home <laughs> unless you want to deal with that. <laughs> um, and just say yes to COS this holiday season. Perfect. Perfect. At least it wasn't a shot this time. So uh, uh, I'll wait for somebody to tell us how awful we are. Well, uh, until next time. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much. We'll be talking public safety.